0: Welcome, my cubs, to the first chapter of the Lost Children. Now anyone who has been listening to me for any length of time will know that I already have a chapter one, but I decided to rewrite the story, and now I do tend to leave in my bloopers for laughs, but if they get old or uncomfortable with my jokes, about myself, let me know. I hope everyone enjoys the new version as I have enjoyed writing it. Chapter One. I sighed as I wandered through the dark, barely lit secret passageways that were everywhere in the old castle I called home. Lost in thought of what had happened in the last couple of months I stopped, turned, and pushed on the wall, revealing my hidden office. I dropped the stack of folders onto the desk as I move around the room, turning on a light and grabbing my headphones to listen to music as I work. A few hours of silence would do me good after the meeting I just had. I sat down heavily in my chair as I set to work, working through the reports of the feral vampires, and I despise how my people have left those we created behind with no remorse of the lives we have ruined. I cannot wait until I can change the laws. I sighed as my phone rang. Hello. I asked, leaning back against my chair. Princess, where are you? Elder Victor asked me, his voice filled with concern. Why, Victor? weariness filled my voice. Because I want to know where in the name of death your parents are. He huffed with annoyance. Why? No one else has honestly asked, Victor. This has been happening since I was 15. They disappear for months on end and then come back, I reminded him. What? He roared, and I pulled the phone away from my ear. Oh, that would be why our full meeting hasn't happened in several years. He then hummed after he muted himself for a moment or two. But that would mean... No, no, it is... That does not mean I will not throw a fit at the other elders who have been at the meetings. Most, if not all, of the Fugirls and the Scorennies now that I think about it, no one from the Rides or the Regan has been to the meeting since I've been running them. My parents are leaving for months on end and I have to run everything for the last four years. Have you guys not noticed my signature on everything? I thought your parents were working on teaching you paperwork and giving you small jobs. I apologize, Princess. I blinked at that. What? It's not like you're the one who left us to fend for ourselves, leaving a 15 year old to try and run two races. I'm aware. But I still feel bad, as I should have seen something was off, he sighed. (coughs) There's a lot of things off, Elder Victor. But if you could call a meeting with all the elders, I would love to actually sit down and talk with everyone and the advisors, but Father sent them a note saying they were not needed at this time, and you know, they will not listen to me. I could feel the rage from the other side of the phone as he hissed in Mayan. I will, but are you sure you're not busy with school? Nope. I was able to test out of both high school and college at 15. Silence, then a sigh. Fine, fine. I will call a meeting and I will text you the time and date. I shut up. Great, thanks. I smiled for the first time in months when I was not with the kids. I will talk to you then. Be safe, princess. Always. I hung up the phone. I sighed and went back to music and paperwork. A knock on the wall made me look up. Yes? Princess. Your guards have been looking for you." The captain of the guards stepped into the office, giving me a disappointed look- no wait, hang on, I said that wrong- giving me a look of disappointment in his topaz eyes that made me want to throw something at him. His hair was only now starting to grow back from where I chopped it off from the last time he tried this on me. Oh, come on. I needed to get away from everyone for a bit. The meeting with the elders was not something that I could easily deal with afterwards. Far too many of them have been underhanded and conniving. I spat angrily at the older vampire. I am sure I have some scissors around here somewhere, I muttered. He flinched as he moved his hands, his hands, shish, sorry guys, to his ponytail. I understand that princess, but not many know where your office and very few can find it," he sighed, which is why it's perfect for when I need to get away from everyone, Richard. I smiled at him, and then my phone buzzed. I sighed as I stood up, knowing where I needed to go now. If you'll excuse me, it's time, it's reading time with the children. He glared at me. I do not see why you waste an hour of your time every day with them. I narrowed my eyes at him and walked calmly towards him, calm with my outward demeanor. Anger and rage filled my heart, and I slapped him hard as I reached him. Those children are our future, Richard, and I do not care if you or anyone else said or I do not care what you or anyone else says. I will not let them feel like they are worthless just because they have no parents. I spat at him, my silver eyes narrowed, and walked around him, storming my, my way back through the passages. The dark stones covered in shadows dancing from the candlelight that lit them, and then opened the door to the classroom. Big sister! Most of the kids yelled as I smiled at them. Good afternoon, everyone, I said stepping out of the tunnel. Good afternoon, Princess Moran. The older vampire, Paula, smiled at me. (coughs) Excuse me. You are right on time, my dear. Paula, I smiled at her. I will go grab the older kids. She smiled and left the room. To the beanbags! I said, pointing at them. And the kids rushed back to the back as a class to get on the bean bags. What are we reading today? I asked them. This one little angel held up a book called Death and I. Oh, that's a good one. I take the book from her. And the elder students, older students, come in with Paula. Hey, big sis. They said at taking the seats with the younger ones. And I sat in the chair I had stolen from Paula's desk. Hello, everyone. Also, let's... The classroom door slammed open and a pissed Athanasius stormed in. His olive-colored skin made his emerald eyes pop as he glared. His braided hair looked like it was defying gravity with how fast he must have been running here. Princess! He snarled at me, and I sighed as I turned the chair to face him. Athanasius. I glared my silver eyes back at him. You, he started, every day from 3 to 3.30 or 4, I have set aside for time for the children. I refuse to listen to anything other than a life or death situation, which should not be coming to me but the local police and my dear parents. I flicked my hair behind me. Now, if you will. Excuse me, a deposit was found. He snarled, and I gripped my nose and sighed. Okay, and it will take Eric 45 minutes to get all of the paperwork together that I will need to handle the deposit. I have enough time to read to the children while you go talk to Eric. Eric will then reach out to me when the paperwork is ready. I know you know this, Athanasius. It is protocol. Just because everyone wants to push me into the role I am not old enough for does not mean we can skip over the rest of the protocol." I snapped at him and then turned and opened the book. Now, where were we? The door slammed open again. Princess! I wanted to scream. Excuse me a moment guys, I will be right back. I smiled at the kids. My tone hardened at the end as I stood up and dragged them both out. I used my chains to throw them into the wall on the other side of the hall. I rubbed my forehead. As I sighed, what is wrong with people today? I demanded from them. I have told everyone that 3 to 3.30 is my time. I snarled at them. I glared at the female necromancer, her silver eyes wide as her blonde hair fell in front of her face. Can I help you? I demanded from her. I, um, Elder Silva wanted me to get you as they have not yet ended the meeting. She tells me her silver eyes held fear as I started steaming. I dismissed them. I told her if they want to talk to me again, they can reach out to Elder Victor and find out when the meaning for all four clans will be, and I will see them then. Both of you, go away. I snarled at them before turning around and going back into the classroom. (coughs) And that, my cubs, is where chapter one ends. I hope everyone enjoyed it. If you're on my website, leave a comment. If you can spare a few bucks, Go to my Patreon, Wolfie Lawless, and donate. If you've enjoyed what you've listened to, then check out my webpad, web novel, and YouTube channel for more content. And I hope everyone has a lovely and wonderful day. Bye!